want to magnify your name above all. We thank you for bringing us into such a wonderful covenant with our Father. We thank you for reconciling us and thereby giving us peace with the Heavenly Father. And so today, Holy Spirit, I am praying that for every man and every man in the hearing of my voice who has not yet understood the truth and the reality of this gospel, of this covenant, and of this life. May their eyes be opened today to this reality. May your grace and mercy and love help to reveal to them what you have done to, for us through Jesus Christ. And for those of us, Father, who have embraced truth, May we begin and continue to embrace and to love it and to enjoy it and to enjoy the benefits that come from being adopted sons of God. Lord, some of us are aware of those benefits and the inheritances that we have in you. But then there are others who, yes, they are in you, but are not yet aware of those benefits. But I pray in Jesus' name that you will not count the awareness, but Father, that you will count the truth that they are already in you so that life here will be better than what they have ever experienced before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, we started a series of sermons last week called Those Who Know Their God Shall Carry Out Great Exploits. And I want to continue in that series Today, someone is called, this is my God. This is my God. So, uh, the scripture we are basing on is a very common scripture, but a lot of people ignore the first and most important, which is the best of what Daniel is saying. Daniel chapter 11, verses 32. Daniel chapter 11, verses 32. The Bible says, those who do wickedly, Against the covenant, shall he shall corrupt with flattery. But those who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Let me read it again for you. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But those who know their God shall be strong and shall carry out great exploits. And so last week, I talked to you about the background of the scripture and what the covenant is. Because whether you like it or not, there is a spirit sent from hell to fight God's covenant with you. Now, in reality, God has a covenant with you and with me. Oh, huh. please pay attention because this is very powerful. Very, very powerful. God has a covenant with you and with me. Hallelujah. I am in covenant with God. I am in covenant with God. I am in covenant with God. Someone say, I am in covenant with God. My question to you today is, do you know God is covenant with you? What is God is covenant with you? You see, 
Everything in your life, like I told you yesterday on Sunday, is a covenant issue. And so, it is not enough for you to know that you are in covenant with God. You must understand what is God's covenant with you. What is it? What is it? Do you know it? Because you know, the devil operates in darkness. Darkness means a lack of knowledge. It's ignorance. My people perish. My people perish because of, of knowledge. Ignorance is terrible. It denies you access to that which is available for you. And so, one of the things you can never be ignorant of is God is covenant with you. God has a covenant with you. Do you know it? Don't worry. Let me show it to you. I did last week. So go and listen to the sermon of last week. Okay? But let me show you. Because God's covenant with you is very simple. It is very concise. And it is very clear. He has stated it in very clear terms. You can't be confused about what his covenant is with you because he has established it. Look at Jeremiah chapter 31. We'll, let's today start at 33 and 34. He says, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. Let me tell you, if there is a scripture you must memorize, this is a scripture you must memorize. This is a scripture you must wake up every day and talk about. This is a scripture. When you are praying, remind yourself. Before you even start praying, first mention the covenant. Because once you are aware of the covenant, no one is going to lie to you. Even demons will be afraid of you because you are aware. You understand? Okay, so this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, uh, says the Lord. This is God's covenant with me. Okay, okay, you, if you refuse it, me, let me take it. Yeah? This is God's covenant with me. He says he will put <laughs> his laws in my mind. And he will write it on my heart. So guess what is happening to me right now? Guess what is my reality? In reality right now, in fact, this is the reason you need no law. Why? Because God has committed to write his laws in my mind and to write them on my heart. Therefore, it tells me I know what to do when I don't know what to do, but I know what to do. In a given situation, if I listen carefully, I will know what God is telling me. You know, have you ever been sitting in a certain place and you just felt you need to get out? No one told you. And some of you fight those things and yet you are fighting the Holy Ghost. You get it? Like, you, you start a conversation with someone and something, you, you, you call it something, yeah? Uh, something inside just say, why don't you stop? You know, that conversation is not nice. Like, it is inside, it is telling you 
But, but that conversation is not, and you are like, yeah, it's not nice, but they are, they are talking. I think they will, you, you say, I, I think they will think I am bad if I walk out. No, 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 friend, walk out. Shut up and say, you know, guys, I need to go. Why? Because you, you are in covenant. There is a covenant that is working. <laughs> there is a covenant that is, is working. There is a covenant. Shele, brother, gata. I am in covenant. And then he says, I will be their God and they shall be my people. It is like God is imposing himself on you. Praise the Lord. Come on, smile. This is a good word. Hey, hallelujah. Look at God's covenant with you. God says, I will be Okay, let me talk about me. Because eh, God says he is going to be my God. And I will be. So which means that right now he is my God. And I am his. No, me, me I put it this way. I am his personal person. Me that is enough. What else do you want? Seriously, I don't know how to add on to that one. This week, I would like for you to walk around saying, I am his personal person. And he is my personal God. Now, there's another part of the covenant. I'll come back to that one in verses 34, which you can never forget again. He says, no more shall every man teach his neighbor, saying, know the Lord. Why? For they shall know me from the least to the greatest, says the Lord. You know, I, I was telling my pastors, this question of, you know, today I'm here to teach you on five ways of how to know God. Yeah? Uh, we are going to teach about ten steps on, of how to know God. That is invalid. The question of how do I know God? How do I get to know God? And I am telling you this. Please listen to me carefully. Um, even you pastors who are listening, please stop that habit of, of saying, let me teach you how to know God. You can't teach anyone how to know God. But God has committed himself that if you enter and embrace this covenant, you will know him. So your problem is not knowing God. Someone shouted and said, it is a covenant issue. I am telling you, friends, there are a lot of things in your life that should be working had you just known that God is my God. If you had just known, this is my God. This is my God. He is my God. There are a lot of things that will work in life, in your favor. In, this is how you increase in favor. This is how you get doors to open. You, you know, one of the scriptures that always amazes me is the scripture where Peter is in prison and James was beheaded yesterday. James's head was cut off yesterday. And Peter is in prison. But do you know what Peter is doing when he's in prison? Okay, okay, let's first start with you. If you were in prison and the other person
person that had been imprisoned with you, they had cut off their heads. Yeah? And you, they said, today is Saturday. We don't cut off people's heads on Saturday. But let us wait for Monday. <laughs> if you were in that prison, what would you be doing? You would be in tongues, right? Shele baba, shidigede, mashadaba, mukama, jukiro musajawo, mukama. Hallelujah! Isn't that what you would be doing? What is Peter doing? That dude is sleeping. Do you not sleep that even the angel comes to wake you up and you still don't wake up? No, the man knew his God. Do you understand? That is why Daniel tells us the people that know their God, the people that know their God, not Pastor Alex's gods. Uh, you know me, I know my God. You, do you know your God? Who is your God? This thing is personal now. Where we have God right now, it is personal. My God. My God. My God. He is my God. This is my God. Is he your God? Woo. And, you know, Daniel can write this thing because Daniel and his friends have only survived up to this point. Why? Because they could differentiate between the Babylonians' God and their God. It's like, this is my God. We don't eat. You know, when those boys were taken to Babylon, they were told, you guys, you're sharp, you're handsome, you are young, we want you to get muscles, so we are going to give you the same food that uh, Nebuchadnezzar eats. But the problem with Nebuchadnezzar's food is that even though it was delicious and meaty, it was offered to idols, other gods. And this boy said, you guys, those foods are offered to other gods. We also have our God. We are going to do what our God would do. We are not going to eat their food. We are going to eat whatever our God would allow. So they began eating dodo and buga and pumpkin. They left the meat. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And... And it's the same thing we find with Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. You know, Nebuchadnezzar goes crazy. You know what? He, he's a crazy man. He feels he's also God. Are, are we still together? Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar also feels like he's what? He's God. And he makes a big statue. And he tells everybody, you bow down and worship me. And these boys look at him and they tell him, listen. We are not confused about who our God is. You, you may be God whatever you might want. Okay, you be God to those who bow down. But for us, this one, Yahweh, is our God. He is ours. You, you have yours. We also have ours. This one is my God. This is my God. And listen, you have a fire. He also has a do you know that 
Every fire you go through in life, even God has a fire. Ah, that was so good. That should help someone. Every fire you go through in life, even God has a what? A fire. And so they get these boys and they tell them, we are going to throw you in the fire. In fact, we have fired it up seven more times. And they say, you know, Nebu, you can do, you can do what you feel like doing. But one thing we know is that our God, someone said, my God, my God, yes, this my God, eh? this my God has the ability to save me from your fire. But by the way, also just know it, even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't, I am not changing him. You know there are some people who change their God when problems come. But this is my God. This is my God. This is my God. This is my God. Whether he saves me or he doesn't save me. Whether he rescues me or he doesn't rescue me. This is my God. This is my God. But Daniel, you can't pray as many times as you are praying. You must pray to only one name. He even opened, Daniel, Daniel is dangerous. He even opens up the windows and the doors and says, everybody see me. I watch, this is my God. This is my God. So, when, we are, when you understand the covenant, there are two big main things that you begin to understand. You realize that God has committed himself to be your God and he is waiting for you to commit yourself to say he is my God. This is my God. And Daniel says the people that know they are God, not, not the other people's gods. Hey, you know, when I understood this, I was delivered from looking for people to lay hands on me. Yeah. Because I realized I can be in my bed with a fever and call upon my God. Woo! Glory be to God. I remember a man, I was in secondary school. A man came and we were praying behind the classroom. I, I was the one uh, standing, the others were sitting and I was regurgitating to them my pastor's previous Sunday sermon. And the teacher found us, Mr. Kavuma. And he said, you boys and girls, what are you doing? Do you think our school is of those Biwempe churches? Those days we used to be called Biwempe churches, but now they don't know what to call us. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! They no longer know what to call us. So, he said, give me a list of your names. And I felt very bad because Mr. Kavma had made so many students be chased from school. Yes. And I didn't know what to do. They wrote, a, one of our friends brought anointing oil. We had wrote a paper. We had written our paper. And she put anointing oil on the paper. <laughs> Now the, the, the whole paper looked like they had put pancakes in it. <laughs> so we had to write another one without the anointing. <laughs> but you know, when I went back from school, 
I did not go home. I went to the church and I said, God, you are my God. This Kavma man, this Kavma man, please deal with him before he deals with us. Glory be to God. Hey, this is my God. This is my God. And um, let's go back to Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 34. You know, the understanding of God as your own God will change. It is what will evoke strength in you. The people that know their God shall be strong. Nothing is going to shake you. Why? This is your God. He says, now, not only will they know me, but for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Now, if God has forgotten and you, you remember, you know, you people, there's someone I, I, I told, please come to church. And they had done some bad things. And they said, ha, huh, but I feel like if I come to church, those people will judge me. Those people will judge me. And I was like, yes, those are people. They always do those things. But if God has an opinion, and another man also has an opinion, guess whose opinion is more important than the other? This is my God. You see, you, when you look at me, you see my past. When God looks at me, he sees my future. And he says, their sins, I will forgive their iniquity. And their sins, I will remember. Now, if God has forgotten, who are you to remember? And I, of course, some of you, it's not even other people remembering. It is you. You yourself. You are remember No one even ever found out. You get it? Like, you did your good thing. Oh, it was terrible. You did it. And now you are the one carrying the what? Come on, come into this covenant. Enter this what? Because as long as you carry an evil conscience, you can't have the boldness to enter the throne room of God. But when your conscience has been cleared and declared righteous by God, your strength increases. You know the boldness by which we preach comes from the understanding that this is my God. The boldness by which we chase demons come because we understand this is my God. The, 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 the power by which we minister and see great exploits hey, comes from the understanding that this is my God. Glory be to his name. I am meant for great exploits. I am meant for strength. Why? Because I understand this is my God. Hey, you may not understand me, but the one who is on my side understands me. And this is my God. This is my God. This is my God. You know, there is a song we used to sing 
and sing it simply religiously. But I would like us to sing this song with understanding. It says, blessed assurance, Jesus is. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Air of salvation, purchase of God, born of his those words. Let, let, let's do those words again. Blessed assurance Jesus is mine. So, so, you, so you, you listen to that. Listen. There's, there's, a, there's a blessed assurance. Yeah? There's this assurance that comes to a man that understands Jesus Ali kuludarange, yesu ali kuludarange, ali kuludarange, omulabe wange ani, ali kuludarange, yesu ali kuludarange, ali kuludarange, omulabe wange, eh ali kuludarange, yesu ali kuludarange, ali kuludarange, omulabe, come on, hey. You must live under the blessed assurance. 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 Jesus. Help me testify to four or five people around you and tell them Jesus is mine. 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 He is mine. He is mine. He is mine. Oh yes, we used to sing a song, another song. Wange, wange, yes. Wange. Wange. Yesu, wange. Yesu, mwana. He is mine. So, so, whenever you sing that song again, Blessed Assurance, sing it with such understanding. Eh? Oh, what a foretaste of glory. How do you have a foretaste of glory when you understand and you have this blessed assurance that Jesus is yours? Listen, if the Lord is on your side, who can, what can be against you? Do you understand? That is why we can have a foretaste of this glory. Okay, I think let me end here. Yes, I told you I will end and you'll be thinking, no, he hasn't ended, but I've ended. Praise the Lord. It, it, is, it is this thing that I pray for you 
that from today forward you will carry a certainty you will carry an assurance you will carry this confidence you will walk in the covenant in the covenant that God has committed himself to be your God and you to be his personal person do you understand this that is why there is no mountain that will come against you that we will not climb up. There is no valley that will come about you that will not be laid low. There is no problem that will come against you that you will not go through. Why? Jesus is mine. This is my God. This is my God. This is my God. This is my God. God, come on, give him a shout. Give him a shout. This is my God. This is my God. This is my God. You are the sheep of his pasture. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life. You guys, do you understand? This is, this is my God. This is my God. He is the shepherd that lives a 99 there and still looks out for the one, for the one. This is my God, this is my God. Blessed assurance. And so I am praying for you today. Oh, that you will walk in an assurance and therefore there will be no storm that will come against you that will shake you. Why? Because you will understand this is my God, I carry a blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. I may have messed things up, but I carry a blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Problems might come my way, but I carry a blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. May tears may come for me, but I know that in the morning, there will be rejoicing. Why? Because Jesus is mine. I may be going through some trouble today, but I carry an assurance. I know that Jesus is. He is mine. He is mine. He is mine. He is mine. This is my God. This is my God. This is my God. Devil, do not lie to me anymore. This is my God. Someone begin to talk to him and thank him for being our God. He forgives our sins. He delivers us from iniquity. He delivers us from trouble. He removes us from pain. He delivers us from jail. He will open doors. He will make a way where there was no way. He will give breakthrough where there has been a problem. God is mine. This is 
mine. He has promised. He has kept. He has committed himself that this is the covenant that I will have with you. This is the covenant. It is an everlasting covenant. I will perfect you. Yes, this is my God. Speak to him right now and thank him for being your God. Thank him for being your God. Thank him for being there when everybody else left. This is your God. He will not suffer you to stumble and fall. He will hold you up. This is your God. This is your God. This is your God. This is your God. This is my God. Hey. This is my God. This is my God. Do not laugh at me, my enemy. Because though I fall, yet I will rise again. This is my God. Father, we come to carry the blessed assurance. Father, we come to carry this blessed hope. Mama Korobo the blessed assurance of your presence with us the blessed assurance of your power with us the blessed assurance of your glory with us to pray with some people right now. There are some people among us. You've been going through some really tough times. Others, they have been very questioning times. Some of you, they've been physical circumstances. Some of you, they've not even been physical circumstances. But there have been times of questioning. Where is God? Lord, where are you? Some of you that have been feeling like God is too far from me. If you are that one, I want you to stand up where you are. And I want us to minister to you. Anyone in the house that has been saying it has been tough. I have not been feeling like God is close. And God is near. I want you to stand up on your feet right now. I want us to pray with you. You've been feeling like God is far. Things are tough. Life doesn't seem to be working out. Blessed assurance. Jesus is yours. Blessed assurance. Jesus is yours. Blessed assurance. Jesus is yours. Blessed assurance. This is your God.